Hi, welcome to Commented Podcast. I'm Decoria. And I'm Nia. And today we're going to be doing like a quick, or maybe not quick, but we would do like a <laughs> general episode about Castlevania. Um, we both have watched all of the Netflix Castlevania series, so we wanted to just come on here uh, talk a little bit about the game and talk a little bit about the series as a whole since it just ended about a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you don't know, Castlevania is an action-adventure kind of gothic horror video game about a series of vampire hunters, mainly the vampire hunter family called the Belmonts. It was developed by Konami, which is a huge games publisher, a uh, huge Japanese games publisher. The game was first released in 1986, so... It's pretty much been around since, like, the beginning of modern video games. And so, even though the stories mainly follow the Belmont Vampire Hunter family, there are a few games where the protagonists are non-Belmont family members, such as Symphony of the Night, which is kind of regarded as the best Castlevania game. And that features Alucard, Dracula's son, as the main protagonist. Then you have Curse of Darkness, which features Hector, the Devil Forager. If you've seen the Netflix show, he's in there like pretty frequently. He's the main protagonist of that game. And then you have the Castlevania Lords of Shadow Saga, which I think is one of the more recent games that came out in like 2014. And in that one, you play as Dracula himself. Interesting. I didn't, I knew Castlevania the name, but I, I didn't, I think it's been a while since the last one came out. So I never really grew yeah. up with the series. Did you? Not really. Like, <sighs> For I think Castlevania is kind of one of those games that is so famous that you know, you just know the name. Yeah. Even if you've never played it before, you know of Castlevania. You may not know exactly what it is, but you know that it is a series of games that exist because it's just that right. big. Like, like I said earlier, this game has been around since like 1986. And yeah. so they've had pretty much a game on like every single generation except for like the last two yeah and i think what's interesting is i didn't really put two and two together like when you watch a lot of games media they mention games that are like side scrollers like metroidvania and yeah. i'm getting i'm getting like it's all clicking in my head that they mean metroid and castlevania castlevania style. yep so that's wild <laughs> yeah there's a video i was watching earlier where they mentioned that and i was like oh shit metroidvania is literally metroid and right castlevania. <laughs> exactly brain explosion yeah um just some quick fun facts so (laughs) for some reason uh konami or nintendo america i don't want to say konami nintendo america i guess back in the 80s and 90s they did not want any kind of religious themes in any of their games and so the original castlevania in japan the game the uh name translates to demon castle dracula so when it came to America in 1987, they changed the, the name entirely. And that's why it's called Castlevania. Oh, Because wow. they didn't want any religious elements in the game. And they <laughs> took out like... Nintendo. Yeah, they took out all the crosses in the game and all that kind of stuff. Like they didn't want <laughs> no Jesus, no Sky Daddy stands coming for them. That's crazy. That I love how literally like one of the most famous games in, in like gaming history is like Nintendo's like, actually, can we not? <laughs> yeah, like let's like, not have demon in the title (laughs) yeah and so the name castlevania of course comes from castle and transylvania because the story's setting in the game is usually in dracula's dracula's 
uh, castle and Dracula in history or like Vlad the Impaler. I believe he's from Transylvania, right? Or like Romania in that area. I think I, I'm literally putting all these like puzzle pieces in my head together. Cause I <laughs> like, I had hotel Transylvania. Like I, I couldn't, I don't like <laughs> things weren't making sense, but now it's like, they're all coming together. So I probably, that's probably true. Yeah. I, f- I feel like he's from that general area in Europe like because Dracula even though like the character is not real he was based off of Vlad the Impaler and I'm pretty sure he's from like in history that area yeah and then like the next fun fact um so no one is actually sure who really created the first Castlevania game because back in the 80s Japanese developers would put the creators names under pseudonyms to keep their employees from being poached by other companies really wait so, what like yeah so they wouldn't wait so in other companies in the 80s were like we have really famous game developers or really talented folks we're not gonna let them put their real name so other companies won't yeah. try to recruit them yeah i guess back then because that's back when gaming was first starting out so other companies and i'm sure they still do this now because i've seen like they poach other employees not change the name but back in the day i'm pretty sure like once a huge game came out, another company would be like, hey, like, we want that creator. So let's offer him a higher salary. Let's offer him bigger bonuses. And that's something that I'm pretty sure, like I said, still happens in this day and age. But wow. back then, to prevent that, they would literally change the creator name to, like, Godzilla and, like, other <laughs> pop culture references so people couldn't steal the employee. That's crazy. I, I had no idea. And then, um, so Castlevania is known for being notoriously difficult, like yeah. compared to other games of that era. Yeah. And it's the first side scroller to allow backwards progression. And there's also a game, um, like I mentioned earlier, Castlevania Sippy of the Night, where the castle turns literally upside down after you defeat a certain boss. Oh, Wow. See, I, I have someone who's never played it. Like, I, I, you do hear people say that Castlevania is like a ruthless game. Like, yeah, it's, it's not easy. But I mean, a lot of the, honestly, a lot of games back then were very, very hard. So for them to be this game to be extra hard, probably shows how really hard it is. It was probably like the Dark Souls of that era because <laughs> exactly. I know that's a game that's every, that's notoriously known for being difficult to play. Right. And for a while, everybody's like, this is the Dark Souls of Dark Souls of. It's like, <laughs> can we come up with something else? <laughs> right. And then, so as I mentioned before, how when the game came to America, they changed the name. So in addition to changing the name in... Um, you know, taking crosses out the game. There was a lot of other censoring in the North American versions, like removing nude statues and gore and a lot of other stuff. Yeah. I remember because wasn't it out on both the Sega? This is a multi-platform game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's okay. not strictly to any exclusive right. platform. And I remember, if I remember correctly, Nintendo in the 80s and early 90s was trying to keep this very family-friendly brand and so that's yep. why they censored Mortal Kombat too. Like they got rid of the blood, I think. And mm-hmm. like they wanted to keep things really PG. Now they're not like that, honestly. <laughs> like yeah, they put so anything many, on. They put anything on the switch. <laughs> but <laughs> like back then, it's fascinating that like you might be playing a completely more censored game unknowingly because like you couldn't really 
find out online. If yeah, there's no way the, for you to know what was yeah. actually like in the Japanese version or anything yeah. like that. Unless you actually had like a Japanese friend or like someone who's from there, you probably would go just thinking, well, I played the the original version of the game, but you may not actually have. Yeah, exactly. And then... So there are characters and elements of the Castlevania series that have been included in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which I put two and two together when I was like researching. So there's a character named Richter Belmont and then Mm -hmm. Simon Belmont, who is like one of the main protagonists in the game because you see him often. Those two are playable characters in Smash. And so I have played them before and I was like, oh, what game are these people from? And now (laughs) I see like, oh, these are people from Castlevania. And then they even have like a whole stage called Dracula stage in there. And I'm pretty sure that one turns upside down as well. I haven't played Smash in a while, so I may Mm -hmm. be wrong, but. No, I think you're right. It's like I remember seeing in the trailers that I think it moves or it turns upside down, that kind of thing. And then the last fun fact, there are a lot of rumors that Sony and Konami are developing Castlevania reboots. So like remaking the very first game that was a dish that was originally like a 2D side scroller and remaking it for PS5 exclusively. In addition to that, they are also potentially maybe rebooting uh, Silent Hill, which is another horror game. See, okay, (laughs) I hear what you're saying, but also this is Konami. I like, for people who don't know, Konami pretty much abandoned video games like four years ago. (laughs) They were like, you know what? Let's make, (laughs) Uh, what's it called? Pachinko machines or something in Japan. It's like gamble. They're mostly investing all of their assets into gambling. And they were like, you know what? This video game stuff is too expensive. We don't make enough money off of it. And so it's like, you got to know, like, Konami is not the gaming company that's, like, compared, like really concerned about quality and, like, yeah. caring. They're just like, where can we make money? So, like, I hear you. I hope this is the case because that would be, like, the first thing Konami's done since, like, Metal Gear Solid Five. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ah, it's like, that's like with, ask to me, this is like going into the category of asking Valve to give me Portal 3. Like, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> I would love it, but is it going to happen? Yeah, I'm, like, hoping that, like, Sony, like, really, like, pushes them, like, hey, we want this game. Like, we'll give you infinite amounts of money if you develop this, but we never know. They might be, like, yeah, so we're going to make another slot machine for (laughs) Castlevania. They'd be, like, so anyways, um, about that. (laughs) We're going to make another slot machine, this time for Silent Hill. Right. I hate it. Don't they make slot machines based on their franchises too? Yeah, they make I rub think they salt make slot the machines off of like any popular game that they have made. That's, so. that's just like slamming me on the head after you've slapped me in the face. It's like right. Yeah. I mean, I hope honestly Sony just needs to buy the rights to these IP at this point because Konami is just going to be like, well, maybe Yeah, not. I think it's rumored that they that's what they're doing like they're buying the rights to make these games so maybe well, that's good. i can they do that can they buy the rights to the franchise and have another developer make a game <laughs> i think well if they buy the ip like with yeah. what microsoft did with uh rare like microsoft bought the whole rare studio so they got the rights to like oh, conquer okay. and they got the rights to like all those rare games so nintendo can't and banjo kazooie but they can't really make like nintendo can't make those games anymore because microsoft owns it but like they use them in smash like they'll collaborate but so yeah, Konami, yeah, yeah. 
because they're still making money off their IP at the slot machines, like they'll do like a Silent Hill slot machine. I don't know if they'd be so willing to just like sell them the entire rights. I feel like they yeah. sell them the game rights. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I can I can definitely see them selling the game rights, but they probably will still have a clause in there that allows them to make more slot machines. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they're they're just like, forget this gaming mess. Right. Give us money. So have you so I so we both have kind of heard of this game before, but have you yeah. ever played it at all? No, I've I honestly this type of game, side schoolers are not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very picky, I guess, about what kind of games I like and games that really stress me out are not going to <laughs> get played. <laughs> so all those, I'm really interested in those like Sega Genesis Disney games, like Aladdin and yeah. Lion King, but those games, like I've seen people play them. I'm like, absolutely not. So this in that, like Castlevania to me is in that category, unless they make it significantly more chill which I doubt they would because the fans would be disappointed, like like um, rightfully so, because they like the series as it is. But for me, someone who doesn't really like to play ruthless games, uh, I probably won't pick it up anytime soon, but I love the show though. How about you? Yeah. So I've also never played the game. I know that I've thought about playing it a few times when I first uh, watched the first season of Castlevania on Netflix in 2017. And like they have like a whole anniversary collection on both uh, Nintendo and the PlayStation Store. So I'm kind of thinking about picking that up, but also that castlevania lord of shadow series which is like the newer one that came out in 2014 i was interested in playing that once i learned about it but mm. i think it's only on steam and i rather played on my playstation so i will see because yeah. I, I really would like to play that one question are you into like side scrolling really difficult games it's not that i'm particularly into them but i just would be willing to play them got you because i think the only side-scrolling games i've ever played are the mario like mario Same. games and whatnot yeah. on like game and boy what else i think there's something else that's side-scroll like yoshi i played like those two yeah that's those kind of games it. and donkey yeah. kong and all those kind yeah. of side scrolls. i played all of those but i haven't played one that's like straight up like hard 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 yeah i hear you also question i think if you have nintendo if you pay for nintendo's online service I don't know if I'm right yeah. or wrong. You might be able to get if you download the SNES or the the SNES pack, like the add-on. I think you might get a Castlevania game free. I don't know. Don't yeah, I actually tried to check earlier this morning, and when I looked on there, I didn't see it. But I'll check again to see because I was like, I I thought the same thing. I was like, I'm pretty yeah. sure I saw it on there at one point. If you have Nintendo right. online, but yeah. I just kept seeing all other games like Ninja Gaiden and stuff like that. But I'll check again because I really gotcha. would just like to test it out at least to see right. what you're <laughs> just like see what you're getting into. Okay. So now getting into the TV show part. So Castlevania Netflix version, which came out in 2017, uh, is kind of loosely based on the events in some of the games. The first two seasons are a direct adaptation of Castlevania 3. And then the rest of the seasons kind of feature some parts from Castlevania of Curse of Darkness. Is That's the game I mentioned earlier that had Hector as the main character of and 
It was produced by Frederator Studios. They've done a lot of cartoon work, like with Nickelodeon and, and like like Fairly Odd Parents stuff like that. And it was created by Warren Ellis. Now I have to point out that he was uh, accused of sexual misconduct in 2020. Wow. He is no longer with the series, fortunately. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just wow. had to. I couldn't like say he created it without mentioning that also unfortunately that he is a trash person right that's crazy and that's unfortunate like he needs to be in prison for obviously but like yeah it sucks when you like something and you find out the person behind it is pretty trash like that just kind of ruins it terrible yeah always terrible this is just me being curious this is not an anime right like this isn't made in japan um it wasn't made in japan but it's still considered it's kind of considered anime inspired I would say. Yeah, because it, it looks like aesthetically, like if I thought when I first saw the thumbnail that this was an anime, they just like, I was confused why it was like English was the only language I could pick, you know what I mean? On Netflix yeah. settings. I Because I, I thought the show was Japanese, but dubbed in English, if that makes sense. So I was kind of curious about like this aesthetic. Is it American or is it like made in Japan, but exported here? If that makes sense. Yeah, I think there needs to be like a new category called like Netflix anime because a lot of the stuff they they do is like produced in America. Yeah. So, but it doesn't look like Western animation. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Western animation to me is like Bob's Burgers, like Family Guy. And I'm not saying that every animation has to look like that, but like there's there's a certain vibe you get when you watch a Western animated show. Like you, it's like the the colors they use the the lines like it just doesn't feel anime at all but this feels very anime anime and i think too like at least now you can change the language to japanese and put (laughs) subtitles in english so and because it's based off a japanese ip that probably is also another reason why people are like oh this is an anime because castlevania is a japanese game they probably want to keep that same aesthetic too because yeah that making it too like western American. or whatever american like a would, dc maybe. tv show or something yeah 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 got you oh that's true or like the batman show like everything mm-hmm. western has a very different feel so i like even though this wasn't made in japan it definitely gave off an anime vibe yeah and so the executive producer um one of them at least uh his name name is adi shankar or shankar he is involved in many of the upcoming Netflix video game adaptations. So there's going to be like a Devil May Cry uh, anime style. Devil May Cry already had an anime, but mm. oh, it did. There's going to yeah, they had one like years ago, <laughs> way like oh, a long okay. time ago. It's I don't. I watched the first episode. This is okay, <laughs> but <laughs> how old are we talking? Like ten years ago. Yeah, like 10 years ago. Not that oh, old. Wow. It's like, it's not like ancient. But yeah, it's, you know, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. But he's going to be making or help producing a Devil May Cry anime and an Assassin's Creed anime. Wow. And what's interesting about him is he wants to develop this universe where all these stories are loosely tied together. So <laughs> in season three of Castlevania, they showed Dante's sword rebellion really? in yeah, really? in like a little Easter egg. Not not Netflix trying to make their anime video game Avengers. <laughs> anime <MCU>. like, <laughs> like I mean I, I, that's exciting, but also I'm like, okay, now that Castlevania was very high quality, I'm just like curious. I'm very curious. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Now. 
Like, I'm not sure how well the whole tying these games together will work out, especially since yeah. they all are from different companies in the first <laughs> And place. different times. Different like, Assassin's stories. Creed is, yeah. like, a whole 20 years after. Yeah, Assassin's Creed. I, I can see Assassin's Creed in Castlevania making sense because in Assassin's Creed, he goes back to, like, the 15th oh, century. Oh, yeah. yeah. He goes like, through time. Yeah. Devil May Cry is in modern times. Like, so Dante's just... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, that's... I mean, I'm excited. But and I'm excited, honestly, to see what they do after these two. Like, will they are they only getting rights to series that are multi-plat? Like, we won't get like um like um something that's very Sony like Final Fantasy the series. Like, does that make sense? So I'm not sure. These are just in development. Like the, the there's other games, uh video game adaptations they're developing, but those are like two notable ones the other ones Mm -hmm. i haven't really heard of that much but i'm sure in the future they probably will get the rights to some other like platform exclusives now i can't say that they will get them from sony because sony develops their own anime for their games so like final fantasy 15 had an anime it wasn't good but they had one yeah Yeah, Final Fantasy 15 had an anime and a movie. While I liked the movie, the anime was kind of (laughs) like, like it was cool to see it, but the plot was all over the place. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Or, yeah, so if if an anime or a movie were to come out of Final Fantasy series, it's going to be made by Square or Sony. Square, yeah, and it's going to yeah, be and very Square, much... The, what's that movie they did, like, 20 years ago that people love? Uh, uh, is it a Final Fantasy one? Yeah, it's, like, a, the one that was, like, CG ahead of its time. I think it's... Is it Advent Children, like, the movie yeah, or something? Yeah, so they had two different Final Fantasy movies. They had that first one, Spirits Within, I think it was called, which was, like, not related to the Final Fantasy story, but had the name. Mm-hmm. And then they had Advent Children, which is based off Final Fantasy Seven. That yeah. movie, very loved, but also, once again, the plot all <laughs> over the place. Because I watched it recently, and I was like, this ain't good. And the dialogue <laughs> is kind of bad, too. <laughs> It's that nostalgic all those people live for that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when I was watching it, I was like, why did I like this so much when I was a kid? <laughs> it's the, I, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Like, it, it must have been like the, the rose colored glasses when you're young. Because, yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. I <laughs> Square's movies are not known for their quality. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm very, very excited to at least see these because Castlevania as like regarded as one of the best video game adaptations like any kind of media yeah Yeah. and we've had because like how many video game movies um, are usually terrible so how many resident evils have we had and how many have too many (laughs) and they're rebooting the series oh hate to see it i hate it (laughs) like when will they stop and like no who's watching these movies like prince of persia i know that was um is that like an actual book i don't know but it was a I just know of the game. I don't know if there's yeah. a book, but Prince of Persia definitely is a game. Yeah, and then like ugh, so many Resident Evils and it's like Assassin's Creed had Assassin's- a movie that starred uh Michael Fassbender. I haven't seen that, but I Oh not Michael not Fassbender. Oh no. <laughs> I haven't heard good things about it. Um of course we have the Mortal Kombat movies. Oh, not those. And didn't one just come out this <laughs> yeah one literally just came out um uh, like last month i watched oh, that no. it <laughs> was it good okay people like it but when i was watching it i didn't like it i mean <laughs> i mean it was cool or whatever but i think for me 
as someone who's been playing Mortal Kombat since I was like three, and I know the story pretty well, even all the variations, what they did with this one, I was kind of like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> first of all, the main character is like an original character they made for the movie. He's not even oh, from any no. of the games. So it's just like this random Asian man. And I'm like, who is this? <laughs> They're like, we're out of ideas. <laughs> and then like Liu Kang was like barely in the movie. Like he showed up way later in the movie. It just didn't make sense to me. But of course the fights were cool, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but Sounds, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I hear you. That's, I mean, it's, I wish that they would stop making those movies. But I think Castlevania gives us hope that like quality can be made, you know? Yeah. And so we just talked about the executive producer and then it was animated by Powerhouse Animation Studios. So they also animated another Netflix animated anime inspired series called Blood of Zeus, which is about Greek mythology. Um, I just have to say, like their animation style, like the way they draw characters and stuff is very beautiful. Yeah, like it's probably I love one it. of the I just love the way they draw things. Yeah. And sorry to cut you off earlier, but like, I love, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Like theirs is so aesthetically pleasing and it's like mm-hmm. the colors are bright and, it, and it's like, I think they, these are hand drawn, right? These are not, well, yeah, I don't I'm know. pretty sure that at Sometimes, least partially. Yeah. Cause I know when now in, in 2021 animation is very much computer done, but I mean, this is not, it still looks hand drawn. So I love that, like that vibe and they, the details, like, I feel like this is what, I wanted Disney aesthetic wise to <laughs> to evolve into, but yeah. we never did. Yeah, yeah. that that would have been cool to see like some of their stuff in that kind of animation style. Right? Like, hopefully, you know, maybe they will kind of <laughs> not Ooh. not steal, but like, oh no, you come know, <laughs> get inspired when. Well, never mind because when they <laughs> everything they were doing now is live action. Because yeah. I was about to say it would be cool since powerhouse animations did blood of zeus if they did hercules in this kind of Ooh. animation style but nah they they're doing the live action with ariana Grande. Yeah. <laughs> not Ar- she's the lead oh wow i think they're trying to get her to be the lead oh wow. they're trying so but um yeah i, I hear you 100 percent. i wish disney like but disney's like if the if the ain't broke don't fix it and nobody's telling them they have to because everyone keeps going to see these remakes but that's another combo um, yeah yeah but i blood of zeus i was going to start watching it have you seen it yeah i watched it when it came out oh, and it was, was it pretty good, good. Mm-hmm. good it was nice. pretty good so it's nice that the studio is so far has only been attached to high quality stuff right like keep it up and like I, i'm glad there's another animation studio out here that's putting out good work and netflix is supporting it that's nice yeah all right and then finally as far as the cast um we have some pretty big names in here so richard armitage is trevor belmont so he's known for movies such as the hobbit and uh the series hannibal um james callis plays alucard he's known for bridget jones diary if you've seen any of those movies and battlestar galactica the series Alejandra Reynoso plays Saifa Belenades, and she is from the Winx Club. She's done voice work on that. Oh, wow. Then uh, Graham McTavish, who plays Dracula, he is also known for The Hobbit and another series called Outlander. And then 
uh, something I found out recently through TikTok. Theo James plays Hector. Now, Theo James, if you've ever seen Divergent, you know, back in 2014, 15, when uh, dystopian films were all the rage in young adult movies, Mm -hmm. he played four. So everybody had a crush on him back then. So if y'all are fans of him, he plays Hector, (laughs) which is cool. And lastly, an actor I was not familiar with, um, Ade Tokumbo McCormick plays Isaac, and he is from the series Heroes. Oh, wow. So they really got a good star cast because these all are people who are not like new actors. They have resumes. So that's yeah, cool. they got a pretty, pretty solid cast. That's yeah. one thing too, like not related, but the Final <laughs> Fantasy uh, 15 movie, they had like, who did they have? Real quick, let me look it up because it was some big people. <laughs> really? Final, yeah. I was like, where did they the- get this money? <laughs> I mean, I know Square has money, but yeah, like the cast they had, I was like, how? So <laughs> for Final Fantasy 15, the movie, they had Lena Headley, Sean Bean, oh, wow. Aaron Paul. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. Square was like, we're going to make this big. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then. So we're not going to really like recap everything that happened. I can go over the premise really quick, quickly of the whole show. So basically what happens is um, Lisa, what's her name? Last name, Lisa Tepish, I guess. Mm-hmm. She is the wife of Dracula. They met when she stumbled upon his castle while she was trying to do like, wasn't she trying to heal villagers or something like that? She's a yeah. doctor or a scientist. Yeah, she wanted to learn about how to heal people and learn use magic and stuff. Yeah, and so Dracula, of course, he is a supernatural being. So he just knows all types of magic and alchemy and science and all that. So she stumbles upon his castle, um, you know, with the wish to learn more about healing and science. And he teaches her. They fall in love. Uh, have a child who is Alucard, which is Dracula backwards. Um, <laughs> Whoa, wait, 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 pause. <laughs> you said what now? Yes, Alucard, if you look at it, that is just Dracula wow. backwards. I mind blown. Excuse me? I'm screaming. <laughs> Which is also kind of funny because another series, the one that we were originally planned to review, um, Helsing, the main vampire, Alucard, once again, Dracula. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That's, I'm loving this because I had, I was over here like, Alucard, okay. Mm -hmm. That's a nice name. cute name. Right? (laughs) I mean, his, his first name, I think, is Adrian, but like they call him Alucard. Oh, gotcha. And so... You know, their life is pretty much peaceful at first. And then, and I can't remember the name of the actual place. The place oh, has a name. Is it but Gresh- it's not, not Greshit. It may be that. Whatever city that is, I can't remember what it's called. But in this town. But it's England, though. We can just say, like, the greater, it's England or Europe. Yeah. So in this particular town um, that... Lisa, Alucard, and Dracula, their castle is near. Um, Lisa, she pretty much has been healing the villagers, helping out. And the church in that town and the head priest, they kind of start growing suspicious of her and 
kind of angered by her in a way. I don't know the correct word for it, but they want to kill her because they believe she is practicing witchcraft. She kind of technically is. I mean, <laughs> going by whatever definition of witchcraft you have, I could you could say that she was practicing witchcraft, whatever. But so yeah, this is like that that I guess this is that time when witch uh witch witch hunting was a thing and the Catholic Church was out here being the Catholic Church. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you know, instead of being reasonable people and like just telling her you can't come back here, they decide to take her and burn her at the stake, as they did back then to anyone who was a witch to them. Yeah. And so as she's being burned, she's just yelling out like, they don't know what they're doing. Please forgive them. And see, listen, <laughs> I, I, that Decoria, listen, I got, I don't mean to interrupt, but like when sis was like, Oh, they don't know. They're just, I was like, sis, you're, they're killing you. <laughs> they are burning your body. It's not time to be empathetic towards the folks who hate you. Like, I, yeah, but that just shows you how, how nice kind of is. a person she was. She's, and she's how better than all of the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because for me, I'd be like, take revenge, avenge me. <laughs> I'd be like, kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so they burn her at the stake while she's saying all this. Um, Dracula, who was away traveling the world, comes back and he finds out what they've done. So he pulls up and he's like, you just killed my wife? Like, okay, I got you. You got exactly 365 <laughs> days. And when I come back, all of you niggas are done. Like, I'm yeah. going to wipe everybody yeah. out here. Like, y'all are all dead. It's supposed to be hell. I'm about to bring hell, like, on earth for everybody here since y'all murdered my wife. And so, of course, the head priest is like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. He doesn't believe him. And so, they continue on about their life, you know, living normally, doing villager things or whatever. And so a year later, the priest is like, oh, Dracula hasn't pulled up. He must have lied. Nope. Dracula nope. Pulls, pulls up, up. Right after he says this and chaos just ensues from there on. Yep. And so the story then is basically about Trevor Belmont. Uh, Saifa Belnades and Alucard trying to save the world essentially from yep. vampires. Yeah. And so season that's season one basically. Season two, they introduce Dracula's army, you know, all of his soldiers like Hector, Isaac, um, mm -hmm. people in his army like Camilla, there's some other people. Yeah. That one, yeah, it's mainly Dracula's army, um, him trying to attack the world. Uh, Trevor, Saifa, and Alucard, of course, saving the day. At the end, Alucard has to kill his father. So yeah. that happens. Because Tre also, like a thing, Trevor is a, from a Belmont family who are people who hunted monsters all like Yeah, history. vampire hunters and stuff. And Saifa is a, she is a, what do you call that? Speaker. A nomad speaker. Yeah. And they're yeah. like nomads. They like travel around helping folks. They don't have a written language. They don't have things. They just go around helping folks. And so- yeah. Like Trevor, really, when you think about it, Trevor, Saifa, and Alucard don't really have many, for two, season two and three, they don't really, uh, season two is when they really are doing the fighting together. Season three is when they kind of split up. But um, yeah, season two, they that you said that was the one where he kills, Alucard kills his dad by the end of the season. Yeah, see. that's the finale. He ends up um, killing his father. Yeah, yeah. And season three... Okay, got you. 
Okay, and so season three, that is the season where, let me go jump back real quick. Mm-hmm. And of course, let me just restate this. This is not like an in-depth review or recap. I mean, it's an in-depth yeah. review of what we thought, but it's not a recap. There are plenty of channels on YouTube that recap this entire <laughs> series. Also, the seasons are only like eight episodes a piece in each season. So it's yeah. a very easy watch. And it's in English. They're very short. Yeah. Yeah. So and the episodes are only 22 minutes. Like they're not hour yeah. long episodes. Yeah. So like you can watch for, for, like for me, I watched season one and two in like one day. Yeah. 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 I so, same. Decoria, I binge. See, I didn't. Did you watch this while it was airing? Yeah. I watched the, well, no, I will not airing. Found, I mean, yeah. Like when it first, like around when it first came out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I found out about the series right when season two came out. So I watched both season one and two in like one night. Oh, wow. So, like, yeah, I hear what you're saying. So, they released one season on one date, another season on another date, another, like, they yeah. do it like that. Yeah, yeah so, the entire season. I wish, yeah. low-key, thinking about it now, and, like, with, like, WandaVision and all mm-hmm. of the other popular streaming stuff, I feel like, even though this show is big, it could, it would have been even bigger if they did it week by week, to me. Because that creates a community. That's crazy. I, like... What's crazy is like we've almost reverted back to like how things were before streaming. Like we want mm-hmm. the hype of waiting a week and like talking with, with folks about it. But like in the beginning when Netflix was first a thing, people were like, "Oh, I now I don't have to wait." Yeah, <laughs> to I can see a whole the season. entire series. Yeah. But like when it comes when it when it's stuff like that where you're binging the entire series in like a few days, people are doing it at different times, so there's not any sense of community like there is. Like cuz like yeah. when, like when with WandaVision and uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier and all these other series that I did week by week, because they were week by week, every week people would gather on social media and talk about what happened in the episode, like for like at least two or three days. So yeah. Yeah. And it would be like, yeah. And then it was like you, even though Disney, like Disney's doing this on purpose because they want to build that hype. I feel like it's, it's, I'd like, it would be really interesting to see Netflix do that approach. Cause I don't think they do that with anything. Right. I think they did that with, one or two shows i can't remember off the top of my head but i know for sure there was one show that they did week by week and it may have been a k-drama oh interesting yeah because i'm yeah i think it was memories of alhambra that that i watched personally that was weekly um yeah i'm pretty sure that was weekly because i remember that's true they do that they advertise it like new episodes weekly yeah like i yeah that's interesting Mm -hmm. i just I, I hear you on that. I kind of agree. Like it might've been even more hype or more famous if they would have done episode by episode by episode. Cause then people exactly. would be really communing around it. Like not saying that it didn't trend. Cause I did see a trend when it, yeah, it did the trend. season, but it's like that after that initial rush, it's like, well, there's nothing else to talk about now, you know? Mm-hmm, exactly. Like if you want to create something that's being talked about for a while, <laughs> or at least yeah. week by week, at least that's from our perspective because that's what we've been seeing um, lately. Yeah. So originally what I was about to say is at the end of season two, um, before Alucard comes to kill Dracula and uh, Trevor and Sypha come to, you know, wipe out all the other vampires in the castle, mm-hmm. um, Dracula pushes Isaac into this portal 
where he's transported somewhere in the Middle East to save him from yeah. being killed. And doesn't Hector get taken away by Carmilla and her other vampire subordinates or something like that as like a slave? Because yeah. yeah. Hector, he's a double forager, so he can make like demons and stuff like that. Same thing for Isaac. Yeah, and so, it's because Isaac was loyal to Dracula. Yeah, and they both, Hector yeah. sort of was convinced by Carmilla's plan, and mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. got bite. He got bit in the butt because he listened to her, and he turned into a prisoner. Yeah, we're kind of going to end up recapping anyway, but like, yeah, yeah, we're done. So yeah. season two, um, like Nia just said, Hector got bit in the butt because he trusted Carmilla. The reason why he trusted her because he realized that dracula's plan was to wipe out humanity he originally thought that dracula will spare the humans and use some of them as livestock and that's why he joined on with them but once carmilla she kind of realized that dracula wanted to kill all humans therefore killing himself because no more food Mm -hmm. um and so that's when hector was like oh like i can't be on board with this right so skipping to season three we see Isaac creating an army of the dead, basically of like demons and stuff like that. Um, his goal is to essentially like, uh, I think revive Dracula. I'm pretty sure that mm-hmm. was his goal or something similar to that. Yeah. Um, what else happens in this season? Um, a lot. We see Carmilla and her sisters planning like her plan, mm-hmm. like which is to take over all of the, areas that are left over in europe like take her over all the human and vampire yeah stuff and to and create, use them like, as food food yeah and then um what else happens like a lot of like mostly sypha and trevor are mostly dating now <laughs> they're together yeah. full-time they're a cute couple we stand and they're just going around in towns and like killing monsters saving people and they end up in this like what is that town? We're like a like a very Salem small town with like this pastor is like the head of it. And yeah, I don't they're... remember the exact time town name, but there's like a priory where yeah. some creepy shit is going on. There's a town judge who's like trying to investigate them. Yeah, and then there's like this cult of people who live there and worship there, quote unquote. And they meet a guy named Saint Germain. Mm-hmm, who is mm-hmm. like a traveling historian guy who just knows a lot of stuff and he's a alchemist a magician alchemist too and yeah. so they it's mostly a lot there's like a five or six episodes of the season where they're just trying to figure out what that cult is doing and they find out that the cult is trying to revive open hell and <laughs> revive like Dracula and their Dracula worshippers. Yeah, after they encountered like a demon, right? Like one of Dracula's yeah. demons attacked the church and they suddenly started worshipping the demon in Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then so the big climax toward the end of the series. Oh, I don't want to uh, forget. Alucard. Alucard, my baby, my king. I, I it's, He had some real tragedies happen to him like all all three seasons basically yeah he's been suffering (laughs) for so long (laughs) like not only did he have to kill his dad in season one in season two he meets these like in um, season three Mm -hmm. yeah oh that's in season three he meets these two um warriors from this neighboring town i think they're from japan yeah they're Um, from japan and they were in um this vampire who was in dracula's army named cho they were her slaves 
Yeah, and then they wanted to go to him to Alucard so they can t- so he can teach them how to kill her and kill other vampires so they can protect their people. Mm-hmm. And like my my sweet baby Alucard does, he trusts them. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. like they eventually try to attempt to kill him by catching him off guard by saying they loved him and stuff. And then and starts to sleep with him. <laughs> yes, they do. And that scene was so sad because I was like, oh no, like he just he's just too nice. My my he's just he trusts all the peoples <laughs> like his mom did. But that's mm-hmm. his, uh, that's another discussion. But then he eventually gets out of it with his sword and then he puts their bodies <laughs> on he's stakes. Like, he impales <laughs> them like Vlad the Impaler. That's yeah. what Vlad the Impaler did. And he impales them on sticks outside of his home and he just goes into like his recluse because he's now jaded because not everybody who's human is as nice as, as Trevor and Sypha. So yeah. he learns the hard way. But then uh, at the end of the series for this end of the season for season three, it's like a climax of this big um, battle that happens in that small town with the priory where yeah they, and the successfully enemy, the the head of the priory his name is silas i believe silas, yeah silas. yeah and he they successfully open the door to hell <laughs> and bring out all these monsters and so it's a lot of cypher and trevor fighting like these demons and monsters and uh saint germain is trying to get into the ultimate doorway i think that's what it's called yeah the infinite woman. corridor yeah yeah sorry i'm like recapping a lot but i'm just trying to do like brief stuff not no yeah that is stuff. good we that like i wanted to recap each season at least not episode by episode so yeah, yeah that's really good so that's good okay cool <laughs> i'll continue so yeah like saint germain's motivation for going into the infinite corridor is to save his love of his life who's stuck in there and she's just trapped and so he's like i need to get in there while you all open the door and so they are cypher and trevor are fighting all these monsters but the judge has been we find out the judge is not a good man because he has yeah, literally this whole bottle like he literally has like a pit of st- of stakes like sticks that are like pointy so if you go past this tr- apple tree in the forest you literally fall in this pit and you die and he's been doing this to children in the in the priory which is crazy yeah so like, what happens is, is murdering like, children after the battle after the main battle and everything they defeat like everyone trevor and cypher are like searching through the judges um home and judge was killed by solace earlier the yeah. yeah and so they're searching through the judge's home and they find this they find animal bones right yeah oh, no they find small bones and Sifo small bones, is yeah. like are they what are these animal bones like what is this and then they go into the judge's house and they find this shrine where he has a bunch yeah. of children's shoes and that's like he's a serial brought. killer yeah he's like, been murdering children it's yeah and then after that they burn his house but before this i just forgot we mentioned we've missed one storyline which is isaac, oh, isaac. Mm-hmm. yeah so he before all this happens isaac when he was pushed into the desert um Dracula with Dracula saved his life he still has his forge masking powers so he forged up some yeah his like, whole army he his, he started slowly but surely like forging up an army of monsters from people he kills on the way <laughs> and <laughs> then he goes to this like I, I don't think is this season four where he kills all of the that that city no that's still season three okay so in season three he goes to this populate very populated city where this for this magician has everyone under control like yeah he, he's there like he they he's made people his slaves to just be his entertainment or whatever and feed him and whatever 
So Isaac goes and kills this old magician. And so instead of letting all the people go, <laughs> he's just like, let me kill all of you and make you my army. And so he's, yeah, that's what happened. And, and um, then at one point, one of the people he kills and brings back as a demon, um, their soul is inhabited by a philosopher, right? Oh, and yeah. The insect. I can't remember. I'm trying to search right now because I remember when I first found out who it was, I was like, what the hell like, wait they is really... it a real person yeah there like there was a theory that the philosopher soul who was in that insect was like 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 socrates or something are like, you serious <laughs> yeah. but why so, would socrates be in hell like <laughs> hey hey maybe <laughs> we never know we weren't we don't know we what they were doing back then. <laughs> they might have been up in some ungodly Ooh. things you know right um you don't know but I'm trying to figure out who it was. Nobody, because I remember distinctly back then, people were like, that is like Socrates or like Plato <laughs> or one of these. Um, yeah, so a lot of people are saying it's Socrates. It could be no one, like literally. Right, it could like, just be some a person. <laughs> yeah, because it's a theory. Like it is literally a theory, but a lot of people believe it's Socrates because Socrates, I think, was per- persecuted by Christians. Oh, I that's think. not shocking. The Catholic yeah. Church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, the okay. Catholic Church they beat ruining people's lives, but that's another convo. Oh, then also too, like anybody else can comment on this. Like if you have if you agree with me or like you or not. But for me, when I saw the scene of Isaac um in that place where everything was ruled by magicians, there is this very famous game called Dragon Age, right? And mm-hmm. I'm like a huge fan of that series. And in the series, there is this kingdom called the Tevinter Imperium, right? And that kingdom is ruled by like magicians and necromancers and stuff like that. And they're evil like that magician mm-hmm. was. So for me, when I was watching the series and saw people controlled by these green headbands or whatever the magic halo that was, it gave me vibes like the Tevinter Imperium vibes. Like I, they don't really show the Tevinter Imperium in the Dragon Age games. They only describe it in passing. But when I saw that, I was like, in my head, that's what I imagine the Tevinter Imperium to look like. I don't know if anybody else agrees with me, but if you play Dragon Age and you think the same, like, please, like let me know because i just like immediately when i saw that i was like dang like that reminds me of that interesting but yeah well that's that was they pretty may have taken a note from that or yeah or that. it probably is something like straight out of castlevania like the game mm, interesting oh also one more thing i forgot before we moved to season four um we really didn't give isaac's backstory isaac was like yeah which is like i know that some people are going to interpret that as problematic and i mean it can we can have that debate um, that they made the black character the slave but like like we see his character development and his growth like and they humanize him very well he's not he's not just a one-sided villain i don't feel like anybody in this show is a one-sided villain yeah they all have their motivations like yeah. you can understand why dracula did what he did um yeah. the only person i wouldn't be able to understand is like carmilla and her people because they just want to eat but <laughs> really i feel like they kind of did a pretty decent job of showing that Camilla is like a person who's been traumatized by whoever her vampire or her original oh i literally forgot all Mm -hmm. about that you're so right they did talk about that yeah and and how she wants to like stop all the old men because that's the 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 guy who used to oppress her so i mean Mm -hmm. that's kind of how i view it like no one is without like development so that's good um i think too 
So as far as Isaac, what's interesting is that in the games, he was not black or African. He was like a white character with red hair, like European looking character. Mm. So I guess if you really sit and think about it, it is a little odd that they did change him to being black and made him a slave. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Because in history, there were African slaves outside of like cattle slavery in America like mm-hmm. people were enslaved all over the world so that that's something to definitely like consider and think about right and that's i had no idea i thought he was black in like that they literally copy pasted from the, uh-uh. the game yeah in the game yeah. he looks completely different i think hector is because the games that they're um adapting in like the, the last two seasons is curse of darkness they're like it's mm-hmm. not exactly an ap- adaptation but it's loosely based off of it and yeah. hector i think he looks the same as he does in the games at least as far as like the coloring of his character and whatnot mm-hmm. like he's still white-haired and blue-eyed and whatnot but isaac yeah completely different oh fascinating yeah i, I can see the criticism now though about that because i thought it existed in the games but it doesn't so it's like hmm did you have to make him a slave like like yeah i can I yeah can that's interesting mm-hmm. and then as far as season four did you want to go over that oh yeah i can go over it yeah so okay season isn't season four the shortest or not one of the sh- no it's 10 episodes so the, it's pretty lengthy like yeah because of- the other ones were like eight episodes they, they yeah. range between eight and ten episodes each season yeah and so this season is a lot of like, like things happen, um, but it feels very, how do I want to say it? High stress because our main two characters right now, which are Sypha and Trevor are like continuously fighting demons, no matter where they go. Like they never have a moment to breathe. They go to um, like city to city and they're in this one city. Um, what's the name of that? Is it Wallachia or... I think Wallachia is just the continent they're on or the general place. So, but like the, this town they end up in, is it Greshit? I don't know. I can't remember, but they double check before people are like, you don't know anything about the series. Um, Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think so. And I heard that apparently in the TV show, they pronounce it Targo Vista, but in Romanian, it's like Chargo Viste or something like oh, that. Oh, interesting. Like, like a little <laughs> different. Chargo Viste. <laughs> yeah, so Wallachia is just a general region. Got you. Okay, awesome. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And so we're mostly seeing now in this season that things are falling apart for the, a lot of the villains. Um, so Carmela and her sisters are... Her two sisters, uh, the ones that are together, are go out into the survey the land, and they are out from the castle. So it's literally just Lenore and and Hector and Carmilla in the castle, and like the other folks too, but not main characters. And so we saw, I think, a little bit in season three that Hector was being treated like trash. Yeah, and, and like he was being manipulated by Lenore, and she yeah. like put like a, a, a some kind of blood curse on his finger, like a ring yeah. or whatever. She was like manipulating him through sex. That's uh, that happened yeah. a lot in season three. A lot, yeah. And then you see that Hector truly like believed and loved Lenore, and she just looked at him as like an end to a, a means to an end because she's mm-hmm. a negotiator, and so they need Hector to forge demons for their army. So they need him to cooperate and like 
even if in the Lenore's method of doing that was to do the blood curse because then she has control over him what he forges because if if they just let him forge without the curse he could put the demons on them you know so they and so we're seeing now that Hector kind of has his own quarters because even though he's like a slave to Lenore he's she's giving quote-unquote giving him perks you know yeah like yeah. very stockholm syndrome stuff <laughs> very so, stockholm syndrome <laughs> and so, very much so he we spend like half the season where he's trying to forge the figure out how to make his hammer and they think he's stalling but we also see hector putting like these little beads around the castle which comes mm-hmm. back into play later but um for for that section like you're seeing lenore kind of doubting carmilla's plan because she's like i don't have a purpose anymore i've done what i need to do and now carmilla's like off her rocker because she's like she's just so she doesn't know what she wants like she wants this destruction and stuff but she doesn't know if she'll be happy afterwards so then we switch over to isaac and mostly in this season you see isaac and carmilla because isaac is trying to find hector like Isaac is literally on a mission to find out where Hector is and that's where he goes. Yeah, he originally he was going to kill Hector, but in this yeah. season you kind of see that he has a change of heart. And so instead of wanting to create all this destruction and chaos, he decides he wants to build something for once. Yeah. Yeah, and he's kind of has a, a, an epiphany or a metamorphosis in terms of thought. And he at first he was just like, I'm going to just destroy everything. And then after he was like, you know what, maybe night creatures can build things. Maybe we can rethink why we're doing this. I don't need I don't think I need to bring back Dracula because he had his time like I'm going to build something like he, Mm -hmm. he he grows. And so in that period, he's like, I need to find Hector. And he goes into the vampire castle where the sisters live and he literally like massacres everyone. <laughs> and then it's the, the, this scene was so well like shot because it's like, they show how much blood is being spilled. Yeah. And, like Carmilla at the top is in her, in her room is literally surrounded by a pool of blood. Like, and she's been killing all these uh, monsters. And then Hector comes in so calmly, like, I think I have to kill you now. <laughs> and they have a really awesome battle. And he defeats Carmilla. And, like, but it was super epic because she didn't go down without a fight. Yeah, and didn't she decide at the last minute, like, she doesn't want to be killed by him. So she just commits suicide by stepping yeah. onto the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I thought that he would gave her the last blow. No, she did. Yeah. And then um, and then so that storyline is mostly that Hector that Isaac finds Hector and he's like, so I'm not going to kill you. But like, what are your what do you want to do? And Hector's like, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm going to bring back Dracula. And then he's like, but do you want to bring back Dracula? So like, it's a very like they have really intense conversation and they're just like, yeah, well, you just need to do what makes you happy and stuff like that. And um, but he doesn't, he spares Lenore because Hector's Stockholm syndrome, he loves Lenore. And, <laughs> but we're going to switch back. And then like a lot of the, what happens actually happens with Trevor and Sypha. So they are trying to talk to the people of the, the city they're in, the city that's been decimated. And they find one of the leaders who is like, we have all our, 
our healthy people and our royal people underground. Yeah, she's like they, the royal guard or something. Yeah, and she's like, I'm going to take you to them. Like after they've been beaten up several, like they've been fighting all these monsters. She's like, now I'll take you. And she's a, she's a little, she's a little like not, <laughs> not quite thinking straight all the time. And so they go and they see all these royals that are like surrounded in like gold and diamonds but they're like starving <laughs> yeah and she's like why are y'all not drinking and eating things like you're you're just keeping them down here to starve and, she, and then the, the 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 advisor lady's like well the the king and the queen are gonna save us i saved them they're gonna save us and what's crazy is that as soon as we find out where they are they're skeleton yeah they're, <laughs> they're dead, dead. And then Cypher's like, are you, are you out of your mind? Like, they're not, they're skeletons. They can't help you. You need to get these people out of here. But then there are these two vampires that have been stalking Trevor and Cypher that literally want to kill all of the people like that they're trying to, that are getting in their way of bringing back Dracula. And so they there's a really interesting thing about this one powerful vampire who thinks he's invincible, but then he just gets killed like immediately after five minutes but it's like they have really big battles and and it turns into like the people who probably want to bring back dracula are trying to do a mob on alucard's castle because that's where they can bring back the port like they can open the portal to bring him back and create this like half male half female combo of dracula and his wife that's like the ultimate powerful entity like is yeah. that what makes sense so it's like you see San Germain is a part of this too he's working with the vampires because he just wants to get his uh he doesn't care he just wants to get the his uh the lady he liked back yeah and we so, see in the series that like while San Germain was in the infinite corridor he encountered this bookkeeper vampire type woman who kind yeah. of was like oh, oh yeah. i know exactly where the love of your life is but in order to get her you need to help me bring back dracula and yeah. like also too we see uh alucard in his depression has been drinking a lot at home yeah kind of like losing track of days making fun yeah. of trevor and cypher's accents and whatnot like <laughs> he, imitating he makes them. dolls to them like it's it's such a he's I feel for him. Yeah. And eventually he does leave his castle. And I think I can't, I don't know if he goes to Trouble Viste or like another city, but he helps them mm-hmm. out. Right. And meets yeah. a, a woman there. There's a horse, like a guy who's died on a horse is carrying a note and says, you need to save our, our village or our town. And so he's like, knowing how nice he is, he goes to save them and he meets the, the head lady. Who's the head um, chief. Who's like, we, and, and I was like, yes, someone who's nice to him. We love to see it. Finally. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> After all this time. And so he saves them temporarily. But Saint Germain is there. Is like, he's mostly just trying to get into Alucard's castle so that he can open the portal yeah. to hell. And so he's being really sly and sneaky. Alucard, keep in mind, doesn't know who he is because he never met him. But Trevor and Cypher know who he is. But they're not all together. And then... So the big climax of the end was mostly like they, Trevor, Sypha, and Alucard are at his castle after all these monsters are trying to attack and kill everybody and get Dracula back and get like the bring hell to earth. And so we mostly see that Saint Germain has opened the portal. They've merged uh, Dracula and his wife into one being and they put it in like this dummy. And then death itself... <laughs> 
comes in. Yeah, we found out that the alchemist lady was in fact death. (laughs) And so death comes in and is like, I've got to kill everything. Yeah, he he basically, or they, I don't know what their pronouns are, but death, they um, essentially, they created this whole plan and they tricked uh saint germain into doing all this and like people into wanting to revive dracula well i don't mm. know if they had involvement with like the cultist people but they definitely had an involvement mm. with uh, saint germain and yeah. essentially what they wanted is to dracula to come back and kill more people so they can eat because yeah. like the destruction <laughs> dracula caused was like go- a promising big meal for them but since he's dead now they don't have like food like the big meal that they wanted so yeah and it's just mostly like death is trying to wreak havoc. And so Trevor, Trevor's like, Trevor literally like the best. I love that, that episode where Trevor's just like, you know what? <laughs> it's you and me, death. Yeah. <laughs> and he kicks death's butt. But we, but we think he's dead. Like we think he sacrificed himself to do it. But, and, and then we switch back to see that Hector and Lenore are like, well, what do we do now? And then Lenore's like, you know what? I'm just going to die. <laughs> and so she yeah, steps she out into the sun. <laughs> She is going to be a slave to anyone, including Hector. Yeah. And then we switch back again to the townspeople that were with Alcard and that Alcard saved are now like all close. Like they all want to build a community together. And so they start building this town around the castle, like trying to be like, so that Alcard's not by himself anymore in the town. Mm -hmm. And the chief lady, she's like, I think I like you. And then Alcard's like, I think I like you too. And I was like, yes my baby's happy he has somebody he's not alone because that's a and then the kids like him too i was like oh look at this look at this happy ending and then saifa is depressed because she thinks trevor's dead and she's pregnant too yeah she's pregnant (laughs) she's pregnant and then she's like i'm gonna leave to find my people and then alucard's like oh i love that moment where alucard takes her hand he's like i want you to stay i was like oh oh we love to see it and then we find out Trevor's not dead. And I yeah, was like, pulls hmm. up on a horse. <laughs> and I was like, if, honestly, that moment I was like, hmm, I know I'm just suspending my disbelief, but mm, is that Yeah, realistic? what happened is basically when he was in the infinite corridor, death didn't kill him. Like he killed death, but he was just stuck in there. And so oh, the infinite yeah. corridor ended up spitting him out like way across town. That's why it took him so long to get here. <laughs> Yeah, and then it's like a really sweet moment where they're like building a community and they're going to name it Belmont and like they have like the babies on the way. It's just very, it's a sweet ending. Very nice ending. Yeah. And we like pro- completely forgot about uh, Striga and Marana, um, Carmela's oh. two other sisters or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. What did they do? They were on a mission to go like conquer the rest of the lands that they were yeah, supposed to. Yeah, they were decided, surveying like, the lands, yeah. Yeah, and they decided that they didn't want to do it anymore, basically. I don't, did they die? I can't remember. No, they just left. They were like, we're not going back to the castle. <laughs> and then so they were like, they found out, they got ambushed one time. And so they were like, you know what? This is just regular farmers this is not even like warriors are we gonna have the strength to fight forever they were mostly contemplating like carmilla's plan and how like how many holes it's there yeah they didn't want to fight forever so yeah and then so after you know trevor comes back and everything everything's all happy and whatnot we found out that um after they defeated that combined body of lisa and dracula rebus or whatever it was called we found out that they didn't go back to hell. They actually 
were able well, to come lived. back in the court. Yeah. Okay, listen, 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 listen. I, that's one problem I really had. Like, I was like, huh? You're going to. Yeah, like that. Make, how does what? that make sense? How does it make we're just laws or just <laughs> no rules? <laughs> Everything's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I guess since Dracula was already an immortal being, it makes sense for him to come back. But it's Lisa that's confusing me. Yeah. But there's there's magic in this world and stuff. So I guess nothing really needs to make sense. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, they come back. Ride. Recap. <laughs> yeah, they come back and we see them end up in like modern day, or not modern day, but they end up in like 15th century England, which is where yeah. uh, Braham Stroker's Dracula takes place. So that's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and that's basically the end of the entire series. Um, uh, One thing that's uh interesting to me, or like a Easter egg, is that so in the video games, right? Mm-hmm. Simon, oh no, I'm sorry. Trevor and Sypha are the ancestors of Simon Belmont, who is like one of the main Really? Yeah, but also in an alternate kind of timeline from uh, Castlevania of Lord of Shadows, they're his parents. Oh, wow. Even though this version of Castlevania is completely wrapped and done... I that you never know in the future they may do a series about Simon Belmont like there's a whole bunch of Belmont family members that the games are about so there's right. a lot of stories they could choose to do there's so much content there well that's cool I didn't know that yeah yeah because like I kept on thinking like aren't Trevor and Sypha like ancestors why why is a series about them and not Simon <laughs> Belmont and his stuff but right. I see now um, and so just some quick questions to kind of wrap up the episode. So out of all four seasons, which one was your favorite? Hmm. Let me think. I honestly, since I binged it all at one time, everything mm-hmm. kind of bled together. Not going to lie. I have to actually yeah. go back and think about what was in what season. I actually liked season. I liked season three and I like season four too. Like I liked both of them. Yeah. But I think that a lot more happened in season three, if that makes sense. Like a lot of with the village and stuff like that, and the cult and solace and whatnot. Because season four was definitely a lot slower in the beginning, at least. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I I think that's true. Like it was, it felt kind of draggy. Not draggy because it things were still happening though. Yeah, it just wasn't as much stuff like like as much violence and stuff that was going on. What about you? For me, I would say at first I thought season three was my favorite, but thinking about it again, season two is definitely my favorite. Because, mm. like, with the introduction of, like, Hector, Isaac, and, like, the vampire army and all that stuff. So, right. it, for me, it's between season two and season three, which would be my favorite. Nice. Season three would be my favorite because of the Isaac plot line, mm-hmm. but season two is my favorite, like, overall. Right. And so, since you said um, it bled together, you don't really need to answer this if you don't want to, but, like, did you have a certain opinion on season four compared to the rest of the seasons? Like, was it, like, not as good as the rest, or do you think that it was, like, a good wrap-up of everything that happened, or? Uh, I think, like, season four was definitely satisfying it's just I kind of some rules of the world and like how things work kind of at the end I think they wanted to make it everyone be happy ending yeah and I think that's cool like it leaves the viewer not feeling like unsatisfied or angry but I was kind of like I don't understand how both his parents are alive and yeah like I just didn't (laughs) like certain things I just didn't get what about you (laughs) um yeah so for me I feel like 
at first I was kind of like, oh, this season is not really like, like while it was still good, it didn't really hit for me like the other three seasons did. Mm-hmm. But like when I got to the end, I was like, okay, this is nice. So like, I think it really like wrapped up the show and like in a good way for me. Like, of course, like you said, there are things that just don't make sense, but like at least the ending wasn't like terrible. Right. Like, Game like of Thrones or anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, people would be rioting if it oh, turned yeah. out Game of Thrones. I'm kind of scared what's going to happen for people when uh, AOT season two finally gets animated, but. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I'm yeah. <laughs> and so did you have like any favorite characters at all or did you just like the whole cast alucard he was alucard i was i was like it's no like when it season three happened i was like is no one going to take him in in their arms and just give him a big hug help help this man (laughs) (laughs) like i was like i was so attached to him because i was like he's by himself there's no one here to help him he has nobody that's his parents are both dead like I, yeah Cypher and no trevor one. are gone and I then like, plus he's me. gonna live for like millions or thousands of right? years so everybody he loves is gonna die if they know i know and i was like oh, just let my baby be happy let him be happy <laughs> please yeah so what about me, you yeah for me my favorite character overall is low-key probably isaac I just like his whole storyline, like his character progression and everything was so interesting to me. Like, of course, the whole cast was good, but like, I felt like his development was just wow compared to everyone else. Like how he went from like being blindly loyal to Dracula to in the end, like finally deciding to do what he wants for himself. Mm. I don't think I know of anyone who's a fan of Hector in particular. <laughs> I think Hector, I mean, for me, I didn't really like him that much in, like, season same. two. <laughs> no, I kind of felt bad for him when he got captured, but seeing some yeah. of the, like, his later moves, I'm just like, eh. I don't know how I feel about you. Yeah. And then also, of course, I really like Trevor. He's funny. Yes, I love Trevor, too. And then, is there anything that you would have liked to see more of, or anything that you would want, any plot lines you would have wanted to be elaborated on further, or? Mm, I don't know. I think they did a good job of tying loose ends. I would like yeah. to see, like, I'm curious what Hector's done now that he lost, like, he's now literally has nobody he has to answer to. I'm curious what he's going to do, or if he's just going to do nothing. Um I'm curious about what Isaac's going to do. Like, I'm, like, what the world will look like. Yeah. Like, Isaac is still out here forging (laughs) night creatures. I don't know. Like, is he going to keep forging? Like, I'm curious about that. Yeah. So, yeah, same thing for me. I want to know what's going to happen with Isaac, because he's kind of a wild card. You never know. Yeah. And then I kind of, like, you. I agree with you. They rattled everything pretty well. It would have been nice to see, like, more domestic Alucard stuff like him just yes. living him just being happy him with the, him with the kids when he did the little trick and the kids all laughed instead of were scared I was like oh my heart yeah finally has people who and she said they call him dad I was like oh oh wow this is what I like to see we need yeah. an Alucard spinoff with just like him a, a few, a few this, episodes yes just like a five mini series of him with uh what's her name I forgot her name the yeah, I can't remember chief. her name either, but the the leader of that village. The leader of the, the village. Him, her, like him with like seven kids and then all the other orphan kids just like being happy. Alucard, the orphan, he or- he yes. runs the orphanage and stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> and then lastly, the what rating would you give the series overall? 
Um, I would give it pretty high. I would give it like an 8.5 or a 9. Like I really enjoyed. I never really felt bored. Like, yes, there were slow parts, but I really am overall enjoyed my time watching the show. What about you? Yeah, same for me. I would give it even, I kind of want to go as high as a 10, honestly. But yeah, I would give it a 9 or or a 10. Like for me, this is a very, very good show. Like people kind of make fun of Netflix anime, but I think this is one of their better series, like the best series that they have. I, mm-hmm. This is something that I would recommend for people to watch, like in general, not even people who like anime. Like I told my grandparents to watch this, like, oh nice, because it was that good. But and like seeing how high quality this was, um, it makes me excited to see stuff from these p- particular animation studios and this particular director and the producers and stuff like that and the, the executive producer not that other guy but the executive right. producer <laughs> yeah I'm I so, agree 100% I, I think just yeah I'm thinking about it now I'm probably a nine I, 8.5 was just that's still high but I'm like a nine not 10 because of the the ending I was just kind of confused yeah but yeah yeah like the the nine like this is a beautiful series so if y'all uh have Netflix or you're borrowing Netflix, <laughs> like just watch it and enjoy. Yeah. And like, it's made me definitely like, I'm going to attempt to play at least one of the games. Like I want to just see it. So yeah. Tell me how it goes. Cool. Yeah, I definitely will. I definitely will. And so like, that was pretty much our kind of recap review. And then just talking about Castlevania in general, since it's such a huge like IP has like Mm -hmm. all these games and stuff like that and that's pretty much it for the episode um i'm not sure what will come out next i don't even know when this will get posted hopefully it'll get posted (laughs) next saturday yeah i think so too hopefully i don't know what will come out um but yeah we have like a lot of other episodes on our podcast channel and on youtube um about a variety of things if you like food (laughs) we have food episodes (laughs) if you like disney we kind of recap and deconstruct and analyze uh disney movies and like the production music and uh its ties to ancient history we have music episodes not just k-pop we talk about like artists like swv um we have a lot of other stuff so definitely check us out if you like this episode and we will try to come back in the future with more like gaming and related stuff stuff that's not uh like movie reviews and whatnot yep but yeah, I'm that too. was pretty much it. Do you have any like closing words or anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, just just watch the show. It's a good show and support it so that they'll make more stuff like it. Yeah, for sure. And definitely like if you like the show, tweet about it too so they can see how much we like this. Yep. But yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.